The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our DC. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. It's the show where we tell the stories of your city through the voices of your city. Just want to thank our new sponsor, All Inclusive with Jay Ruderman. It's a podcast focused on inclusion and social justice. Some great interviews on that show. Check it out. Find it on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere else you find your podcast or go to allinclusivepodcast.com. And if you like this show, please do us a solid and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. Share it with a friend. Give us a review. All that nice stuff. And speaking of nice stuff, good show for you today, folks. First of all, happy almost sort of end of pandemic. Hope everyone's uh, getting their shots and maybe even hugging someone. Someone that you want to hug, not someone that you've enjoyed avoiding hugging for all this time. What we've got today is we're going to talk about a new app that will help people navigate around the the city of Boston and more particularly to help you find local businesses, particularly minority and women and immigrant owned businesses in Boston. I'm not describing it very well, which is why I have my guests on the line. I have Michael Mazer, who is a VP at the company that developed this, Kolu, and Natalia, or is it Natalia, is it? Erdebay? Is it, I want credit. Yeah. It is. Okay. <laughs> Good. Good for me. I want credit for pronouncing something correctly. And uh, they're going to tell us about this new app called Be Local. So well, let's welcome Michael and Natalia to the show, the virtual studio. Still doing things virtually here on the Boston Podcast, although we'll do, we're starting to do some shows live from our Westwood studios. Go to pod617.com if you're interested. But let's get back. More importantly, Michael, you approached me with this story, and it sounded interesting, something that your company is working on that's also going to be good for the city. So tell us about it. What was the inspiration, and what is this thing? Hi, so yeah, glad to be here. And yeah, I know I, I approached you because we started working with the city of Boston on a program really to reward residents and visitors of the city of Boston to shop at... Uh, local businesses. Our company was founded Kolu about five years ago, initially in Europe, and about a year and a half ago moving to the U.S. with really a focus on how do we help cities uh, reward positive behavior. And the way it really works is using sort of the foundations of uh, behavioral economics and gamification to really reward people for these behaviors with a city point. And we saw the effects of the pandemic on cities. And we saw that there is this huge dichotomy that was growing and people were you know, shopping more and more at the e-commerce giants, at big box retailers, at chains. And small businesses were just suffering more and more. And you know, we, we realized that this is something across the board in cities all over the US that needed some sort of support beyond just regular grants and loans. And we really started working uh, with different cities and, and we started working with Boston, you know, quite a while ago and just in discussions. And I think it's been really an amazing experience building this from the ground up. 
and the opportunity here is huge. You know, we see so many amazing small businesses in the city of Boston and, you know, helping to get people to shop there and rewarding them with Boston points for doing so on this app that we'll talk a little bit more about called Be Local. That's kind of the, the motivation for it. And it's been great so far. I just downloaded the app and I, I, you thought I wasn't paying attention to you, Michael, but I was actually signing up for my Be Local identity and, and account here. So far, it's pretty easy. Okay, let's just get. So, and Natalia, tell us where you come in. Is, is, is this something that the city needs to be persuaded about? Is it a good thing? Tell us. I think so. I, so when we ran into Kolu, it was really um, admiring kind of the work that they had done in Akron and, you know, us thinking about creative solutions to continue to help businesses through the pandemic. We engaged with them at the height of the pandemic, really like May, June of 2020, when we were just quickly, you know, churning out grants to small businesses across the city. We also recognized that there was a missing component here of how residents and, you know, community groups could really partake in the, in, you know, aside from telling them to go shop locally, you know, what was the way in which we could really leverage those dollars in a creative way. And I think, you know, at that point, we engaged the Office of New Urban Mechanics, which is like the R&D arm of city government, which you know, if people know, like the bureaucracy and city government can often be like really apprehensive about new things, about tech things, about things that, you know, are, are outside the norm. And the new urban mechanics is really a great place for thinking about these things in a new way, being able to leverage uh, technology, think about how do we kind of eliminate some barriers to entry. And they were really excited about um, us exploring what this might look like for small businesses. And so I just want to give a, a, a huge shout out to, to that team because they were really helpful in allowing us to think through how we do this. And so we decided on pursuing a pilot, you know, opportunity. We, you know, put together a scope of what we would want it to be. And Kolu showed up uh, about how we could use the digital platform, a digital platform to engage local residents and community organizations in the long-term recovery of our city, of economic recovery of our city, in particular, our neighborhood commercial districts. And, you know, it's been a really great ride since. I think for the city, you know, to do something different, to do something innovative is, is exciting. And it allows us to think about creative solutions for other, for other issues and other problems. So it's been, it's been great. So Michael, you download the app, which I did. I, I need more time to focus on it. It's like linking my bank account, which I want to ask you why. But the way it works, apparently, is you spend money at these selected places, right? I don't know what you call them, approved places or whatever. And then you actually get money back for each purchase. Tell us about that. Yeah, so it's pretty simple to the extent that once you link your debit or credit card, we use it's through Plaid, which is a secure system, same way you sign up for Venmo or Acorns or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And effectively, once you link your card, anytime you shop at one of the participating businesses on the platform, so the, I think about a little over 300 now, and it's growing every day, you will automatically get rewarded 
So it's between all businesses that are part of this platform, you get uh, 20% back. So for example, you shop at a local business, you, you know, you spend uh, buy a coffee and a sandwich, it costs you $10, you'll get two Boston points automatically mm-hmm. into your sort of digital wallet. We'll keep earning, right? And so some, the most business you get 20%, but if it's a minority owned business, if it's a women owned business, if it's a uh, the immigrant owned business, or it's a business on main street, you get an additional 10% back and they're stackable. So mm-hmm. you can literally get some businesses over 50% back, which yeah. is like insane. And then as you keep earning these Boston points, you can then go and redeem them at specific businesses in the city instead of cash. Right. So, you know, your bill is $10. So, oh, here, I have 10 Boston points and then you pay. So that's and is it the, is it the same? Is it the, is it all one class of shops in, and restaurants and stuff. In other words, if I earn a Boston point at one place, is that that same place I'll be able to go back to and redeem it for a discount on, or dollar for dollar, I guess, right, on your, your next purchase? Yeah, so one point is $1, and you can redeem that dollar anywhere. So even if you earn it, let's say, at David's Coffee Shop, you can go to Michael's Tire Shop and, you know, redeem it there. So they're interchangeable across across the platform. Okay. So it's a really great way of exploring new businesses, right? So if you love, I don't know, Thai food, you can search Thai, and, you know, you'll get some businesses that pop up. And so I think part of what we're trying to encourage too, is that people can, you know, shop locally, right? Mm-hmm. Locally, which might be different for every neighborhood, but also go and use this as a way of exploring new neighborhoods or their own neighborhood, you know, especially if folks just don't get out or don't go to the commercial districts that often. This is a really great way to do that because they're earning points, they're earning rewards. Um, and it's, it's pretty cool because businesses are also getting a ton of visibility from it, which I think is ultimately our, our goal is to make sure that one, obviously the users use the platform, but two, really that businesses are leveraging their existing customer base, new customer bases, and really being able to benefit from being on this app. One thing that Michael didn't mention is that the city of Boston is actually paying those businesses for every single one of those reward points that gets issued. So as as you, David, start spending money from the app and these businesses are giving you massive amounts of discounts, right? So up to 50% back, the city is then covering those, those rewards as grants to the business owner. So there's no loss at all. There's absolutely no cost associated. And then, you know, businesses aren't having to take away from their revenue by giving these rewards to their customers. So it's, it's coming right out of the city of Boston's coffers. So is, so then like, why I take it the the city does this just because it's good. This is what the city should be spending money on. Is that right? Or. Yeah. And it's part of our COVID relief, you know, strategy, right? Like, so, so, what we decided very early on is we needed to get cash and visibility directly to businesses. This is how we support them. This is how we ensure that they can be successful and that they survive this pandemic and really thinking about long-term recovery. 
So, so the first thing we did was just give, you know, to businesses in different sizes, different styles, different ways that we could support. We did commercial rent relief grants, general grants, reopening grants. This is not in lieu of any of this. This is just an added way of supporting. And this really brings in our local communities as agents for that recovery, right? You as a local person can go spend dollars and by spending dollars, you are then supporting you're doing one part, right? One leg of the tripod of supporting that business. The city's doing the other, and then the the business is doing the third. And that's really kind of those pillars of, I think, COVID recovery. The app, once again, is called Be Local. That's the letter B, and then there's a dash in there, B-local. Easy to find on the, the app store. So you mentioned 300, I'll go back to you, Michael, 300 unless it's better for you, Natalia, you guys figure it out. 300 outlets, is is that growing? And is it just in downtown Boston or where are these places? No, they're all over. Tell me. Yeah, they're all over. So we're at over 300 businesses at this point. We have 302 businesses, I believe. And uh, as Michael said, that number is growing every single day. We were really intentional that we didn't want it to be just downtown. Downtown is obviously a really important commercial core. It tends to oftentimes target different audiences, right? So tourism, regional tourism, you know, nationwide, worldwide tourism. And what we wanted to do was do both. Make sure downtown businesses were a part of the app, but really thinking about those local mom and pop shops, those local restaurants, those local retailers, your salons, your nail salon, you know, hair salons, nail salons, barber shops, you know, child daycare centers, like all of these places where people are spending money regularly. How do we incentivize people to continue to do that? How do we incentivize people to do more? And because people are still working from home, mostly you you're around the corner boston is a really tight tight small city right so everybody lives near something that they can go and support and so we wanted it to be that accessible we wanted it to be really like at the reach of every single resident but also an opportunity for regional tourism right so folks who live in cambridge quincy you know lynn wherever wherever that sometimes do come into boston whether they're workers whether they just come in for the weekend or a night out that they're also able to benefit from it so while our focus is really about boston and keeping you know this here locally i think it is accessible enough for it to be you know, directly abutting our, you know, regular commuters. And can, do shoppers have to go to these places physically or can they do something online? I'll have Michael answer Michael? this because it's a very technical question, okay. but in, <laughs> in short answer, yes and no. So, so basically when you shop at a local business, if you shop there, whether it's online through the business's platform, you can get rewarded or obviously in person. The reason I say if it's through the business platform is that if you shop, for example, on Amazon and you buy a product from that business, then obviously you cannot get rewarded. So it has to come from the business's organic site. And obviously that encourages people to not go and and search. You know, the, the value of a lot of these other aggregators is that they get a lot of the customers. So here the city is really helping get people to shop directly at the business so that they don't have to pay those huge, you know, usually 20 to 40% fees uh, to go on those aggregators. So that's another point. So you can definitely do it online or in person. The redemption for now is in person. But again, we're working constantly with the business owners to figure out what the best way for them is. Okay. And of the 300, what what is the breakdown? Is is it 
retail? Is it food? What's or, and what else might I be missing? Yeah, the majority, about 25% of the businesses are restaurants. So food, food is definitely a huge way that people spend locally. We also have about 20% are professional services. So that is, you know, everything like brain fart. Not like, not, not like uh, professional advisors, like lawyers and accountants, I take it, but more like, or is it? No, 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 no. We don't have. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah, well, classified the professional services. Well, professional service. I mean, I know we have some like local consulting firm or two. You know, we have we have obviously the beauty salons, uh, like services, um, like that that are definitely getting more and more popular. But really, it's open to anyone basically that has a storefront in Boston that's a local business. So, I mean, I know I was in Boston, I believe it was two, three weeks ago, kind of helping onboard the businesses. And I went to so many different types of businesses. And I think what was so fascinating was the diversity that we saw, the different types of business owners. Some of them, you know, don't come and maybe aren't native English speakers. So we really have to also make sure kind of from an equity perspective to make sure that we can help and get out there to all the businesses in the city and the different neighborhoods. And I know that the city of Boston has been really focusing on that. So we're trying to support as much as possible with, you know, ambassadors that maybe speak different languages, helping with business owners who are not as tech savvy, who maybe need a little bit more support, right? We don't, sometimes we underestimate this kind of the, the small nuance, right? The details here. So it's connecting between or bridging technology and its implementation in real life. So we're working hard on that, but I, I can say that it's fascinating um, to see that the, I will say just the one point is that the business owners are all very optimistic. And it seems that the morale that they're getting from seeing that the city is pushing forward these types of initiatives to get people to shop there instead of the chains, instead of the uh, e-commerce giants, they're so grateful for it. And it really just makes, you know, gives you the sense of, of fulfillment every time you go to a business owner and you see them say, like, thank you, we're so happy and excited. So right. that's been a really amazing part of and this it's, program. And it's all local businesses. So the, yeah. the, the local... And so a Dunkin' Donuts franchise would not qualify. Exactly. Um, So they could be participating businesses because obviously franchises are still locally owned, many of them. But it it is really focused on where the redeeming businesses are coming. You know, that money that the city is investing in those rewards is going directly to mom and pop. So not franchises, not franchises and, and, and really focused on kind of that greater picture of like, how do we support? you know, Boston-based businesses. And tell me about the, if you're a local business owner and you're a fan of the Boston podcast and you're listening right now and you're saying, this is great, how easy is it to apply? And it's set from the, if I heard you correctly, it's not restricted to minority and women-owned businesses. They just get like, you get an extra bump if you shop there, right? So, okay. So, and what is the application process like? Yeah, well, so it's 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 very simple. A couple of things that are just like bureaucratic and, and logistical is anyone who wants to apply to be on Be Local, and it's absolutely welcome to any business in the city of Boston. You have to become a vendor with the city of Boston. And if you go to boston.gov forward slash B dash local, it has all the instructions, all the things that you need. The application itself is really just 
a questionnaire for us to get to know who you are. Let us, you know, get to know about your business, where you're located, really simple stuff. So it's not, you know, you're not, it's not like a really technical application, but it does, it will require a little bit of time for you to spend on just telling us about your business. You know, who's the business owner? How did you get started? Where did you come from? Like, have you always been in Boston? Do you have one store? How many stores do you have? And, you know, real, those types of questions. But we encourage folks to sign up as quickly as possible. Um, we are, this is a pilot, so we want to make sure it's really successful up front and we can kind of uh, showcase that. And so the more businesses that sign up, the, the, the better our pilot will be and, and the better we'll be able to, you know, continue to do innovative and thoughtful, you know, projects like this. And you said downtown Boston, but then... Prior, you did mention Quincy and Lynn and stuff like that. So what, what for the business yes, owners? Have, yeah. Your business has to be based in Boston. Okay. I was more referring to kind of the audience of who, you know, is downloading the app. And that can, you know, be regional tourism um, folks or, you know, folks who work in Boston or spend a lot of time in Boston. We highly recommend them, them downloading the app and, and using it. But the business and the, you know, our real focus is Boston. You have to be in Boston to be able to be featured on the app, but you don't have to be in Boston to download the app. Anyone can download the app. Got it. Well, now it's, it's a good time to download it because some of us, like me, out here in the suburbs are actually starting to come back into Boston. I used to be, be there a lot. And one day I realized I hadn't been to Boston in like a year, but the city's opening up, right, guys? Right? I guess, Natalia, yeah, you big announcement yesterday. I don't know if right. you saw the big announcement yesterday from the governor and, and the mayor. And so, yeah, Boston is opening up. We want to make sure people are coming into the city, you know, getting to know not just downtown Boston, right? Downtown Boston is fantastic. There's so much history and so many incredible small businesses, a lot of local small businesses in, Bo- in downtown Boston. But Boston is a city of neighborhoods. We want people to explore. We want you to go to Rosendale Village. We want you to, you know, check out Brighton and the, you know, the art scene in Alston. Like we want you to go to Bowdoin, Geneva or, you know, Grove Hall and visit the, you know, visit the zoo, but then, you know, stay and have lunch. We want people exploring the city because there's so many incredible local businesses there's so much incredible public art public you know there, there there's so much incredible space all over the city of boston that we want people to explore it and this is one way that you can do that when i was a student i lived in austin one year brighton one year and brookline one year which was like the holy trinity of that area but yes you don't and you may not realize that there are there are all these nooks and crannies so Good on you for encouraging people to to get there. The app is called Be Local, Be Dash Local. It, any place else people should go for info on this, Michael or Natalia, or, or is just just download the app, just do it. I mean, that's the best thing, okay. right? Download yeah. the app. Make sure that when you download the app, there's a couple of things that you we want to make sure people do. One, make sure you add a credit card or a debit card or both, right? If you don't have those cards on file, you will not earn points, and you can't 
then you know leverage your spending so it's very very important the reason we use plaid is it is actually more safe than someone uploading an actual credit card number that means colu doesn't have your information that means the city of boston doesn't have your credit card information i know a lot of people are skeptical about that so i want to make sure people know you need to connect your credit card once you download the app but there's the no but there's no fee your your card won't no be charged Okay, your card no, won't be- is totally free. Yep. The second thing I want to make sure people know is that you need to opt into all the rewards. You do not have to only choose one, you can choose all of them. By choosing all of them, that means that if a business is not only a local business, if they happen to be in a main street, if they are owned by a woman, if they're also owned by an immigrant, and they also happen to be black, you're going to get up to 60% back. So what that actually ends up meaning is if you spend $10, you're getting $6 back to spend again. And so, you know, what I really want to make sure people do is link your credit card and then join all the rewards. Join as many of the rewards as you'd like. There is no maximum. We want you to, you know, benefit from all of the different rewards options. And we want you to explore the app. So we're on Instagram at B underscore local underscore boss, B-O-S. Follow us on Instagram where you can, you know, find out more. There is a landing page on Colu, which I'll have Michael talk about for anyone who wants to learn more about the app before they download. But for us, really important, download the app, sign up and get started. Start spending. You're a very good advocate for this, Natalia. Your enthusiasm actually makes me want to maybe drive into Boston. Not today, but, but very soon. Very soon. It is my town, even though I'm kind of a suburban kid. But uh, this is the Boston podcast, after all. I named my podcast after the city. Michael, tell me about that page for more information. So, yeah. So, I mean, Natalia, obviously, gave a great breakdown. If you want more information of just how it works and how to kind of look at the details, right? Sometimes people just need a little bit more support with the, with the app. So, you can go to kolu.com forward slash b dash local and then you can really get to understand how it works and get some more details of course if you have any specific questions and and faqs you can see them there or you can reach out and you'll see all the contact information there but again we want to make sure again that this platform and app is not just for the early adopters right not just for the gen z and millennials Mm -hmm. um, and to make sure that it's easy for baby boomers, Gen X, and really anyone that is either living in Boston, visiting Boston, working in Boston. So really anything possible. And we're always happy to, to answer questions and, and be there to make sure that people have a great experience. And we're constantly getting feedback and always improving, right? So a big part of this is also learning how are people using it? How are people now living their lives post-pandemic as we recover? And we want to be here to support and again, get people back into the habit of shopping local. And Colu, by the way, is C O L U. Why is why is that the name of the company, Michael? Do you know? Whew, that's a good question. So it, the company went through a few different iterations in the past. It actually came from a name called Colored Coin Protocol, mm. and then it kind of evolved to a shortened uh, version called Colu. Okay, Colu, Colu. I buy it. I mean, anytime you can, your company can be four letters. That's unique. Great, you know, as long as you're not like you know fart or something like that. Anyway, I digress. 
So, yes, please check out the app, everybody. If we haven't sold you by now, go back and listen to the podcast again. Be local, be slash local is the name of the app on the App Store. Before we go, I've persuaded my guests to engage with me in a game of good stuff where we will, all three of us, recommend something good that will maybe brighten your day, and it could be anything. So there's your teaser. Before we do that, I want to take one minute to remind you what we do here at the Boston Podcast. We're talking all about local businesses. Hell, we're a local business, and we'll produce your podcast. How does that sound, kids? You could be the next podcast star. It's a great way to connect with your audience, with your clientele. Great way for professionals to find new clients and showcase the clients that they already have. You can do it remotely from your own home. We'll send you a USB microphone. The quality will be tip-top, or you can join us in our Westwood Mac studios and we take the whole show for you start to finish go to pod617.com to get started pod617.com the boston podcast network in pod we trust hi i'm jay rudiman all inclusive is a podcast focused on inclusion and social justice join me as i interview leaders and experts on the latest news focused on advocacy for social justice In order to make progress that will lead to a more equitable future, honest discussions must be held. That is what All Inclusive is all about. Listen and subscribe to the All Inclusive podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Visit the show website for more information and full episode transcripts at www.allinclusivepodcast.com. All right, let's play a round of good stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. Neither one of my guests was dancing to the B-52s. Shame on you both! Shame! (laughs) But for a minute there, I thought you were looking at each other going, is she going to dance? Is he going to dance? Because... uh, you don't want to be the first one. To... My, I'm swinging in my chair. To okay. The, like, you're, beat. you're desk dancing a little bit, sort of. <laughs> All right. Natalia, I'll pick on you first. Anything good to recommend to our listening audience? Well, I'm going to be totally cheesy and say I want to recommend our small businesses on Be Local. It's very cheesy and it's totally <laughs> on brand right now. But I do want to say that we have just added uh, about 30 businesses on the app that are small, local, unique to Boston, and I highly recommend them. I'll say one just off the top of my head. Well, Mm -hmm. two off the top of my head. One that I visited last week, shout out to Coco Leaf. They have two locations, one in Fields Corner and one Newberry Street. They are the most delicious Thai tea place that I'm sorry, Vietnamese. Wow, mm-hmm. I'm going to get myself in trouble. That's- They're a fantastic cocoa leaf. And then the second is El Barrio Cafe, which is happens to be around the corner from my house. They're also on Be Local. They literally feed my soul on a regular basis and keep me going. So I want to give those businesses a shout out cool. and you know urge you to explore those on the app. Are there any donut shops on the app? There are Blackbird Donuts, All I right. believe, is, is in the pipeline. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm going to look it up right now because they have been there about to be on. So let me just I think I've that. been there. They have exotic flavored donuts, which is great. All right, Natalia, you, you, they're not yet on the app. We're but, working on getting okay. them on there. Well, that's something to look forward to. Donuts are always something to look forward to. All Thank right, you. Michael, how about you? If, you're a, if you recommend the Be Local app, you're thrown off the show. No. You, recommend, you can recommend whatever you want. There are no rules here. So what do you got? 
Well, I love Natalia's recommendation. Um, <laughs> I'll recommend something and I'll connect it somehow to be local. Okay. So much. All right. I'll recommend a book that I've recently read called Originals by Adam Grant. Mm. If anyone has heard of him, um, he's a wonderful um, psychologist from, I think he's in Wharton, but he also has a podcast, by the way. And hey, pretty good. one of the points of the book is, is really how to innovate and kind of looking at this misconception that innovators are always these people that risked their lives, they did everything to innovate and kind of were these unique anomalies. But I think one of the points that he mentions is that innovation doesn't happen by that. Innovation happens by learning. It happens by doing things, yes, a little bit differently, but it's usually not as challenging or it's not as far-fetched as people typically think. Mm. And how I can connect this to be local Mm -hmm. is that one of the things that I keep seeing now is we want to try to see how do we get more of the younger population to start their own local businesses? How do we get more of these new businesses to come out, right? The, the, as we come out of this pandemic, there are opportunities for more people to start on their own. And I would like to at least one point to get a thought of is that saying, you know, the world has changed and it'll probably not be the same as it was before, but hopefully we can get to some uh, weight of similarity. And we also want to see how we can get, you know, new people to adapt to this new world and to get them to start their own businesses. And, and sometimes, again, it's about awareness. So even just going out there and seeing how many cool, amazing local businesses there are in the city can get your wheels turning and saying, wait, maybe I can do this myself. So really to the younger generations and also to the older generations who may want to think of new things to do, I think there's tons of opportunities to start local businesses. And it's usually not an anomaly and you can be a normal person and you can be very successful. And it's amazing to hear the stories of these business owners. So again, just to get that thought, you don't have to be an anomaly and hopefully we'll see many more new local businesses come up there. I like it. Yes, it's a New York Times bestseller. It's called Originals by Adam Grant. And you can find it on Shocker. You can find it on Amazon. You can get it on Kindle or in paperback. So go do that. And the, the four bookstore how about that how about you go to a local bookstore all right i'm getting i'm slowly getting it here natalia shop locally download the download the app and the be local app and get going um the forward to the book by the way is this is a good move by adam grant the forward's written by cheryl sandberg she of facebook fame and the author of lean in and fun fact my ex-wife's roommate one summer in washington there were they were pages together isn't that interesting? Not really. All right. Well, you know, do what I'm just giving you the information here, people. Use it as you will. See, I would have, if I knew Cheryl Sandberg, I would have like exploited our friendship, but my ex-wife is classier than I, so she hasn't done that. Anyway, hope you're doing well, Cheryl. And for my entry of before the show goes completely off the rails, my entry for good stuff is you know, here we have one of my guests recommending a book. And as usual, I'll just recommend a TV show because that's where my culture lies. There is a, a great multi-part documentary on Netflix. Not super new, I don't think, but it's called The Staircase. I'm just going to play a little bit of the trailer for you for you to get the taste of it. And my guests can watch and you at home can just listen. I can vividly remember finding Kathleen. 911, where's your emergency? My wife had an accident. She's still breathing. What kind of accident? She's still in the stairs. 
Kathleen Peterson was found dead at the bottom of the couple's staircase. Peterson's husband is novelist Michael Peterson. The cop was on me instantly. There was sufficient evidence to warrant a trial. The injuries are not consistent with a fall down the stairs. The charge? First-degree murder. No way in this world my father ever would have hurt Kathleen. We're like, Dad, we believe you. He wanted to give the appearance that this was a wholesome, functioning family. Well, that simply is not true. All right, so there's there's a little taste of the trailer for The Staircase. Have either of you seen the show? No? Okay. Well, you need some time on your hands because it's like 13 episodes, but it's good. It's So, as you heard, an, an author in Durham, North Carolina, this guy Michael Peterson is charged with the murder of his wife when one night paramedics respond to the house and she is near death at the bottom of a staircase but there's like blood everywhere so it's like well what happened and he's tried for it and the the access is remarkable in this documentary because he I guess made the decision that he wanted a film crew to record this because he wanted to make sure his side of the story got out there so if you like the crime true crime drama stuff you guys like that? No, maybe. I love it. Okay. I get, I get, I go down all of these spirals um, on Netflix, so I'm, I'm grateful to a rec- for a recommendation. There you go. You're welcome. Yeah, the staircase. No, you will love it. It's, it's very well done, and it's just, it's kind of an amazing story because you heard a, on the trailer a couple of his his kids support him, never questioned his innocence, but then there's one kid that does questions and innocence breaks apart and then the family members of his deceased wife sister and such they of course think that he's guilty and it just kind of keeps unwinding and going it's 13 episodes so there's your weekend folks no i'm just kidding get out get outside for the weekend and go to boston and download the be local app and do some shopping how is that how did i do guys pretty good Okay. Great. Thank okay. you so much, David, Good, for your time. We really appreciate you bringing us on the show. And likewise, thank you, David. Thank you very much. I hope you had fun. And um, it was fun for me and enlightening as well. I'm going to get some donuts as soon as that thing's live. I tell you, you got it. Thank you for listening to the Boston Podcast. Thanks to our sponsor, the All Inclusive Podcast. Find that anywhere you find your pods. If you like this podcast, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you want your own podcast, go to pod 617. Com. On behalf of my new Boston buddies, Michael and Natalia, my name is Dave. I am just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Enjoy the day, everybody. Go do some shopping. Come on! <laughs> <laughs>